listening to Sisters on the Mic, the po- our podcast, the show that brings you the best information to help you unlock and discover your greatness. Thanks for taking the time to spend with us today. I'm one of three of your hosts. My name is Nikki. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Olivia. And today we are talking about language of love, <laughs> his needs. And we have some special guests on the show today, y'all. I think you might have just heard a little bit. Just a little bit. He's excited. He's excited. He was ready to go. (laughs) We have Daryl and we have Ryan here. Welcome, guys. These are our brothers. Thank you. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. I was jamming to that that, intro. I was jamming to that intro. (laughs) I always jam to it. I always get busy with it. So how you guys doing? Good, good. Good, good. So for everyone that doesn't know, when we had our first sister's annual cruise, we had our brothers on a cruise with us. And we just thought it would be really good if we could get them on our podcast. So listen, um, ladies and gentlemen, today we are focused on our men. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm surprised someone didn't say finally. <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting for y'all to say something. <laughs> okay, so so we're gonna jump right into it. So Olivia, what we talk, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna say to these guys today? So if you've been listening, we've already started with the language of love for her needs. So today we're gonna be focusing on the language of love for his needs. So Us, us ladies, we did the questionnaire trying to figure out what are our love languages. So we asked the gentlemen to do that as well. So we're going to talk about their love languages. So when people hear about the love language, they immediately think about the relationship that they're in um, with their significant other. But that's not necessarily our focus with this conversation. We really want to focus on all of our relationships, not just Uh, with our significant others, but with our friends and our family. So we really want to dive into that dynamic. So what does that, what does the five love languages look like with your engagements with others? So that's what we'll be talking about today. Yeah. Everybody excited? Everybody's nodding their head. You can't see them. I'm about to say, but no. so they're, they're, say, they're really excited. Y'all can loose it up. They can't see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, All right. There we now go. Look. So we there we go. There it is. <laughs> y'all don't have to be scared of us. We just need to try to trick y'all. And we not mad bash. We really want to know what y'all thinking. <laughs> So I just wanted to add, so I want to start off. So I'm just going to ask a quick question. How do you, how do you guys feel on a scale from like one to 10? How do you guys feel as far as how serious you think women um, take into consideration your needs? Hmm. Do you want to go first? Or you want to to go first? <laughs> <laughs> um, We're going we to get Keen out the room so we can have an honest conversation. <laughs> How on a, on a scale do I think women ex- take our needs? Well, I mean, let's start from the beginning. What is actually a love language? You know, um, I was thinking about this the last couple of days. And when you think back to your childhood, what did you get a lot of or did not get a lot of is what shaped and formed your love language. Mm-hmm. So if you got a lot of affection, 
that became one of your love language. If you didn't get a lot of affection, but you saw others get it and you craved it, that became one of your love languages. So you have to go back to the origin of exactly what is a love language. And a love language to me, from what I've discovered, is something that either you have craved for that you did not get as a child or something that you got a lot of that now defines what your love language is, whether it's words of affirmation, whether, whether it's uh, um, gifts of, of giving, acts of service, uh, quality time, physical touch, whatever it is, that would become your love language. We definitely talked about that with the ladies. That was something that we talked about specifically, you know, the love, la the love languages that we have now, are they the same from when we were a child? Has that changed? over the years. So we definitely talked about that. So I think, yeah, so I was gonna ask Daryl, it's like, Daryl, so what, what's your input on that? <laughs> Cause I, so I know, right. I agree, I agree with what he yeah. said. Um, mom, myself, I didn't get a lot of affection from my mom growing up. So it's kind of hard for me to show affection, you know, but I try, but it feel like it's a, it's a, it's a brick wall. And as soon as I try to go do it, it's like, I ah, don't do that. So, mm. I, I but I did, I, you know, I went to counseling for that. And that's what she brought that out and said that um, you didn't get a lot of affection when you was a kid. So you don't really know how to show affection. It's not that I don't want to. I just don't know how to. Mm. And being with a very affectionate person and you don't know how to show affection, it put a strain on a lot of things. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm that's working with that now. And I'm trying to break that barrier as we actually speak. It's crazy we having this conversation. But I'm actually trying to break that barrier <laughs> as we actually speak. And mm -hmm. it's, it, I know it seems awkward because she's so used to me playing. So when mm -hmm. I do get compliments and I'm like, baby, you look good. I love you. I just want to kiss. I want to hug. Let me hug you. You know, she don't know if I'm joking or not because I've really never did that before. Wow. And things, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's coming along now, but I agree with everything Pastor Sam. Yeah, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because once that barrier is broken, right. you may find that uh, physical touch or affection might be exactly your love language. You just uh -huh. didn't know how to do it. But it makes so, so so vulnerable, though. So uh, being, mm -hmm. I'm so used to being, ah, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be mm -hmm. that vulnerable guy. Mm -hmm. you, know, so, you know, now being with somebody, I realize I just totally has my back 100%. I'm opening up a whole lot more, which I probably should have did it before. I just didn't know how. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that goes back to that the, the initial question, Nikki. I think that you asked, and Brian sort of answered. But how, on on the scale of one to ten, how much do you feel your partner prioritizes? And I don't even want to say like 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 um, Olivia said. I don't want to just put it to partners, but just women. Like you know, you got sisters, mothers. Like how right. do you how do you feel that we really take that? into consideration or do we just expect people you guys to know or you know i don't i don't know I'm just I, that's I think, the question i think you I, I i think because different relationships have different things so i believe that one relationship you may be with a guy that's just head over heels don't know how to keep his hands over you know and then you may get in another relationship where you know he loves you but you know it still isn't the same i was raised by all women so i was shown affection from my grandmother but not really from my mom and that's where I really wanted the affection from. So, you know, now 
Uh, when we, you know, right now, as we speak, if I'm getting ready to leave, it's hard for me to give my mother a kiss and say, Ma, I love you, you know. It's but my grandmother, it's like you have to do it, you know, it's almost like you know, like second nature that you have to do it. But I also see that trickle down in my relationships, too, you know, as far as yeah. um, affection wise, yeah. So, so Brian, um, what, what is your response to the question? I know you, you partially answered, but like um, that scale, I think. In terms of women in general, how did how they on a scale how they define or rank our love language? Does they do they? Uh, I would say, I would say it's kind of like 50-60 because based on the guy themselves, whether it be sister, mother, aunt, uh, girlfriend, wife, you know. It, it really stems from us because if we're not displaying a certain language that they may either want to see or need or or feel that we should, they're not always going to extend that invitation or 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 you know that openness for us to do that. So if like with Daryl, he said he's really not that affectionate because he wasn't given that by his mom. So it's, it's trickled down into his relationships. But, and and even though his wife is affectionate, she, after a while, you know, a woman is going to, if she keeps extending, 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 and giving and giving and giving, she's not getting anything back. Eventually she's going to pull back a little. She might not pull back all the way, but she might pull back a little. So it's up to us as men. One, we have to know our love languages. We got to talk our love languages and we got to let our, our significant others, our sisters, whatever, whatever the case may be, whoever the person is, we have to let them know in some sort of way, communicate to them what our love language is. So if, it, if, if it's my sister, listen, you know, I like for us to hang out and bug out, laugh and joke. But if you're always busy, then after a while, I'm going to stop, you know, call and say, hey, let's hang out. If 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 it's my aunt. And I just want to go over there and, and sit next to her, sit on her lap or eat her cooking. And after a while, you know, I go knock on the door, call her, hey, auntie, you know, I want to come over. And she always busy. After a while, I'm going to stop. So, you know, it's based on, it starts with us. That's that's why it. it starts with us men being open, which we're not prone to do. We're not really, I don't think we're even taught to do it, to be open like that. Mm -hmm. Because like Daryl said, it puts you in a vulnerable state. Right. Because then if you don't if you put yourself out there and then you don't get it back, it's like a dagger. It's like, yo, that's Reject, rejection is hard. I take yeah. rejection. It's, it's very hard. hard. So I'd rather women, not do it instead of get rejected. Yeah. Y'all can take uh, rejection and kind of bounce back. But with guys, when we put ourselves out there and then we get rejected, it's it's real, real hard for us to be like, all right, I'm gonna give it another shot. Mm -hmm. And I'm an overthinker too. Mm -hmm. I, I run over a whole story in my head that don't even exist. I'm the same way. What even happened? And I overthink so, a lot of things. My wife tell me all the time, stop. Stop overthinking it. Right, 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 right. Wow, wow, wow. What are your love languages, gentlemen? What are your top, maybe like the top two? As as Or your top five? Or what are they? You want to go first, D? <laughs> yeah, my, I go first. Mine is physical touch, affirmations, gift of services and quality time 
Mm. I'm good with the first two. The first two, me and you just alike. The third one would be quality. Wait, you said physical touch. No, no, no. That, I didn't go in order. I ain't, oh, I okay. Like, like that's okay. what they're already. I'm, so I'm, a, I'm going to go order. Just all that. I'm going to go order for me. put them in order as far as? Yeah. They, oh, so, okay. Quality time would be number one. Wow. Um, Physical touch would be number two. Affirmation would be number three, and gifts and services would be last. Okay. So for me, it would be one physical touch, two words of affirmation, three quality time, uh, four gift of giving, and five acts of service. Interesting. I was trying, I asked the questions because I went to Reddit and I was looking at the forums because I. I'm like the Google person, always looking for a quote. So I was like, "Where's what? What's what's the quote about men and love languages?" And the Reddit thread <laughs> it starts off by saying, "All men's first primary love language is physical touch," and then the rest of the stuff is X-rated. I'm not gonna say it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's very. This thread is very very interesting. But you know what, though, Antoinette, physical touch doesn't always have to, and I know we automatically go there in our minds, to uh, sex, intimacy. It's Come on now. It, mm-hmm. it, it, can, it right. can just be sitting on a couch, <laughs> snuggled up together. It could be just holding hands. Mm-hmm. But that's quality time. Huh? So that's why I put quality time, number one. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, quality time mm-hmm. could be. Yeah, but quality time could be you just going for a walk together. That's I'm quality still, time. still with them though, you see. So quality time means a lot to me because you get to build with whoever. Whether it's with your that. mom, you get to build. Like, it that. just means a lot to me. That's that's better than anything you any gift you can ever give me. Mm. Because that's the one thing we can never get back. That's right. It's time. So that's why I said no. time with anything, anything you put time into, you know, dedication and time will, will bring back, you know, a lot of good things. That's why I said time first. Then Ooh. I said, touch second. You know, oh. with, every, with all the good stuff y'all had with that, but definitely. Uh, <laughs> touch second. With all the good stuff. Do you agree with, like, the like the responses that it gave you? Like, what it told you was your priority, Daryl and Brian? Well, I, I, well it, it was, I guess. I mean, you got to, whatever it's saying. You know, I mean, but do you agree? Okay. Do you agree with, cause like some, I know some guys, like my husband, when he took it, he was like, this ain't true because it's oh, no, no, I'm, not one, I'm not one of them people. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like that. I'm not going to read it and say, cause I don't know. You know, I'm still, right. Right. A lot of, I learn every day. So I'm still open to a lot of things that come to me. Right, so, right. I don't say that that's wrong. I don't, I don't think it's 100% right, but I'm not going to say it's 100% wrong. Either. Okay. Love it. What about, what about you, Brian? Do you think it was on point? Um, to a degree, you know, mm. because it, it, it all depends on the individual as well, because mm. a, a, a computerized test can say anything based right. on what you put, the what input. you put in. in the, sure. in this, in the How system. honest you were or whatever. Yeah. Right. Mm. So um, if you really want the honest truth of it, you got to be honest with yourself and say, OK, uh, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. You know, mm. if you okay. just want a, 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 a surface and you just want to, you know. Kind of, you know, the questions. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, then you're going to get what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So that kind of comes into place. My second question, I'm not taking up everybody's time. That's my last question. I promise. But <laughs> <laughs> I just, so that sounds like it comes with communication. Mm-hmm. Like both of y'all are saying something that sounds like it might be communication. Daryl is like, oh yeah, I like to spend time. But just as a woman, I'm thinking both of y'all going to say physical touch. 
mean, you know, and and, and but because you actually, wrong. no, no, no. But what I'm saying is communication. It's communicating. Like that's not what this is all about for me. So yeah. as a woman, right? Sometimes we'd be like, oh, he just trying to spend time with me because he went, you know, do do. He well, wants the draws. That, that was the truth. That was, that was the <laughs> he wants the draws. Yeah, but as you got older, I'm sorry. Older, Brian. I'm sorry. As you got older, you <laughs> just realized it's, 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 a bit, it's a little bit more different, though. Different. I mean, it, 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 communication is uh, obviously a very, very big part of any type of relationship, and. What what happens is that many people aren't honest about their love language. I, I don't think people really discuss love languages in the beginning anyway, because everyone's trying to impress each person's trying to impress the other. You're so when it comes down to what's your love language, you know, what do you like? Da 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 da. They're not really talking about that until years later. Whereas that should be discussed in the beginning. Hey, listen, let's let's take this test. Let's let's be honest together and find out what our love languages are. Because a lot of times, huh? I didn't know about the job. But don't get me wrong. Listen, in this relationship, I did sit down and I did go over a lot of things that I liked and I didn't like, and things and she did too as well. So we were we were 100 percent open with a lot of things that you know made us both vulnerable. So I do agree with that, but I, I just didn't know nothing about the test. I would I would have took it. So yeah, well, I was saying, but he's not talking about you per se. Well, well, <laughs> oh, in general. Right. No, he's not. Even, even in general, it don't necessarily even have to be a test. Mm-hmm. It could just be discussing, hey, you know, what things do you like from a woman? What things do you like from a man? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what do you like them to do? What do you don't mm-hmm. like them to do? You know, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. fit into the, the the realms of love languages without necessarily saying, what's your love language? Right, you know, because everyone might not understand. What do you mean? What's my love language? Because had you asked me that twenty years ago, I'd be like, "What? What do you mean? Oh, what are you talking about?" Wait a minute, that was so that's good. That was bro. one question. Right. That was, that my was one good. Question. So it changes over time, right? Over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, 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 okay. That's good. So I have a question. So <laughs> sure, the five, the five love languages. So we all did the test, and there is some comparison for all of us. Receiving gifts was at the bottom. So is receiving gifts really a love language? It it can be. Oh, wow. um, because when I was younger, you give me a gift, I'm a happy camper. You know, mm-hmm. back in the days when I was in right. high school and right. early college, exactly. and you giving me gifts, I'm like, yo, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> but as I got older, it's like, you know, gifts are nice. But you you mm-hmm. cherish those, like you said, that quality time. Mm-hmm. You cherish that touch. You cherish those acts of service. You cherish those words of, babe, you look good. Babe, you can do it. Da-da-da-da-da-da. You right. cherish work, things like that. So the gifts, they become kind of secondary while they're nice, but they're not as important because anybody can give you a gift. Mm-hmm. But what's the intent behind the gift? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that goes back to like what Daryl said. I think that the same it's coming from the same place you guys both are saying, like spending time together, like making memories. Um, I know that I have lost friends. You know, as we get older, we look back and and say, I lost friends, I've lost family members, and you know, just growing up as a young girl, I'm like what y'all saying. I love gifts. Like you don't give me what? Okay, 
here, let's go shopping, let's do this. Yeah, but that stuff goes out of style too. So you have this gift and you lost your loved one. It's like, okay, I. but what memories do I have? Because like I said, yeah. in my 20s, the same pocketbook I wanted in my 20s. I don't want that pocketbook now since I'm 46. So that gift that I got, <laughs> It's like, okay, I'm probably going to send it off and give it to, you know. (laughs) 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 So now it's just like, okay, yeah, you want to have the memory. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. I appreciate that. Because, like, back in the days when I was in my 20s, you give me, drop me a pair of sneakers, and I'm like, yeah. I'm in I want love. the Jordans. I want the I'm Air Force One. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was in heavy into sports. You buy me a jersey. Yep. What's up? But you're going to spend some money on that jersey. You ain't going to spend a little $40 on the jersey. You're going to spend uh-huh. $100, $200. Oh, so wait a minute. So y'all was on money too. Wait a minute. Okay, that's a different conversation. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I love expensive things. So, you know, back in the days, I had expensive things. So it's like, if you yeah. want to buy me something, don't look to spend no little fifty dollars on me. You gonna spend some cash because you gonna want me to spend cash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not gonna buy you nothing that I don't want to see you in. So what I want to see you in is gonna cost money. That's right. That's right. Okay. What was you saying, Daryl? I'm sorry. Nah, that, I was just saying we was just taught to just receive gifts coming up. So that's mm. why you know, uh, you know, Christmas and uh, birthdays we receive mm-hmm. gifts. So that's why the same. Like as you get older, you realize that gifts are just gifts. Yeah, you know me, yeah. me personally, because a lot of us can actually afford everything that we're probably getting. That's true. So therefore, so therefore what, I've said that before. What do you give somebody to have everything? Wow, mm-hmm. you know. So sometimes just a love letter. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love when I got my lunch and I open it up and my grandma. Oh. You know, if you know, but she don't do that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like things like that, just let a person know. That you care about, you know, they stopped mm-hmm. school, got a car for you, wrote it down. Little things like that cost absolutely nothing, you know. What that, I mean? That's a hint right there that he wants those he little wants, love languages, he, he needs those, those little notes, letters, little notes, notes ah. for his lunch, <laughs> little text with the notes in his car. Words of affirmation, words of affirmation, yeah. Ron said it's the words of affirmation, yeah, yeah. What do you think is the catalyst for um, your love languages changing Mm. over time? Maturity. Mm -hmm. Maturity Mm -hmm. and and understanding. Each relationship is different. So as you go through relationships, you realize that Mm. this person may not be like this person. Mm. This person may not be like that. So as you learn that, it's very rare you find somebody you know that you know that 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 actually understands you for who you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, money means absolutely nothing in that equation like that. So, mm. and and like like we said earlier, with maturity, your languages change. You know, like I said mm. earlier, back in the days, gifts of service was one of the, my top was probably my tops. But as I've gotten older, matured, those those levels and that order has changed so mm. now gifts of service why again it's nice to receive gifts they don't you know they're not up there at the top no more right oh i love gifts. don't get me wrong I oh yeah wrong he said wait a minute i want to i want to get i'm just simply saying i'd rather have that time yeah with a person than yeah. than than to have the actual gift so that's at the bottom and and now i'm a, i'm gonna flip it a little bit Antoinette is gonna like this if you look at it biblically, biblically, 
time was the most important thing that Jesus gave to his disciples. Mm-hmm. Well, come on now. You know what I'm saying? He spent time <laughs> with them. It wasn't always about what he did, but the time that he spent with them mm-hmm. to teach him, teach them about who he was, what was going to happen and what he did so that when he left, they could follow suit. It's the mm-hmm. same thing naturally as well. You can spend time with someone and those memories you'll never forget. Yeah. Like you, like Nikki said, a gift will come and go. You might lose that gift that you might tuck that gift somewhere in a, somewhere in a corner, but those memories will stay with you forever. Mm. Yeah. So time, and, and as you get older, as we get older, time that 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 gifts of time becomes uh, that quality time becomes one of the top, you know, languages because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you know again when you're in your teenage years and your twenties, gifts mean a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. speak volumes at that age. But as you get older in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, it's like, eh, you know, thank you for the gift. But can we share some time? Can we create some memories? You know, so. But, you know, I I, I say this all the time, right? And I tell tell my girls all the time, this cannot be reduplicated again. Uh. (laughs) What are we doing? Because we we don't really take a lot of pictures. And I tell her, you know, you got to keep this in your memory because it ain't going to happen again. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's not gonna happen again. It's only it's going to happen, especially with certain people because people come and go. Yeah, But you know, one minute these people are cool, next minute they're not. Some yeah. people are live, some people are dead. So mm-hmm. you have to take advantage of time. Time is the one thing you do not have. It don't come back. Yeah. Once it's this done, is, it's done. This is so good. It's just it. It's interesting because when we recorded our um. Our, our version or his her needs like we didn't we didn't focus on quality time like our conversation was uh, uh, i can't even remember but i don't remember our conversation being this centralized on quality mm-hmm. time and it's very interesting to me why is it interesting because i'm having this conversation that's being led by two males mm-hmm. and they are saying repeatedly over and over again. time is priority and for for women, uh, I'll just speak about myself. I make the assumption that quality time is not important. Just sitting here, it's like running in in my head. Mm-hmm. Like when you were saying, uh, "Who?" I can't remember who was saying. Like, I instead, I want to spend time with you to your grandma. I think it was you, uh, Daryl. I just didn't mm-hmm. realize how important time and creating memories were mm-hmm. for for men, for just important. for men. Wow. Well, wow. I can't speak for all men. I do know from well, the man I, I've, I've lost a lot. So when you lose a lot, you realize that I, you know, like I just can't get it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when time become important to you. Now, it time is. may not be that important to the next man because he may not have lost a lot. He may have everything mm-hmm. you need right there. So, but me, it, I, I've point. lost a lot. So therefore, I, I, I know that this Christmas is not going to be the same as next Christmas. Mm-hmm. I know that this Thanksgiving ain't gonna be the same as this day. So therefore, we have to, we gotta take more pictures because other than that, you know, we're not gonna have those memories there to remember. But it, it even goes back to what you said, Daryl, about the guy that may have everything. At some point in time, time is going to be something to take away from him. misses right. or cher- or wish he had back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was right. talking to my aunt uh yesterday and, and we was talking about, you know. Uh, my childhood and everything like that. And she was also saying, you know, you can't, you can't get that time back. You can't, you know, whatever mm-hmm. happened back then, it happened. You can't, trying to go back or trying to recreate or trying to 
contemplate and dwell on what time you missed is gone. You're not going to get it back. It, the only thing you can focus on now is creating moments in the time that you're in and at the time that you have left. That's it. This is so good. Sitting here. It is good. You, you see us. Oh, I'm just like. You all can't see us. But all three of us are just sitting there. Olivia got her finger on her chin. Nikki's writing notes. And I'm just like. Because. I'm rocking. Because I'm trying so to. So many up. misconceptions. I'm like, yeah. well, hold on. Wait a you minute. That's not what I thought. We have wasted a lot of time, too. So a lot of times, you know, in these relationships that you know is not going anywhere, you're wasting time. Mm. But let's say you're 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 in the relationship that you know you're supposed to be with this person, right? Right. And they're not understanding what your needs are. Right. And you potentially put up this roadblock in that relationship, but you still want to be with that person. What steps are you taking to fix that? So you're you're already hurt because they're not meeting your needs. Right. But you want to be with that person. What's what's next? At, at this moment, I can only speak for me. Mm-hmm. At this moment, whatever I do, I have to break it. I have to break that wall if I want it to work. If it didn't work in the past relationship, I have to make it work in this one mm-hmm. if I want it to work. Now, I can put up the same fight that I did with that relationship, and I'm for sure I'm going to get the same outcome. It's probably going to be years wasted for no reason. You know, so I'm a stubborn person, but I know I have to break a lot of walls down to make things happen. And I do that. You know, I I, I become vulnerable. I'm, you know, I, I, I do anything, you know what I mean, just to make it work. And... Go ahead. I'm sorry. She was getting ready to chime in. Go no, ahead. I had it. No, I, you, you, listening to you talk, Daryl, you mentioned that you were in therapy. Do you think that where you are now and your awareness is a result of therapy or just a result of just. Um, I think it's all the above. So, okay. I, I think it's all the above. I think it was maturity and also, um, you know, from that, because there's a lot of when you when you talk to somebody, a lot of people don't like to talk to a lot of people. I, I was against it myself, too. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't like talking to me. When you talk to somebody, you find a lot of things about yourself that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and when sure. you finally it, being in denial about a lot of things gets you nowhere. Let me tell mm-hmm. you. If you go in there and you're lying to these people and you're telling them, it's, it's just not going to work. You know, I've tried. I've, I've done all the above. Well, I went there was 100% open and became vulnerable and put my life on the line and said exactly what it was. You feel like a brick off your chest because you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's a million people like you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So in, in order for you to correct yourself, you have to know you're wrong. I'm going to make mistakes. But if I continue to keep making them, you know, it's, 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 it'll be the same thing. You have to learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Once you learn from your mistake, then you move on from it. Mm-hmm. Now, some mistakes can't be moved on from because some of them are bigger than the rest. But some of them, if a person allows you to move on with them, you cannot make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Jesus said uh, a couple of things He said you have not because you ask not mm-hmm. So it's almost like it, 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 If someone's a, a Addicted to drugs They'll never receive The help that they need until they admit And then ask for help Exactly So Olivia in terms of you How do you uh, 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 fix it or get past it or, or, or break that wall down You have to communicate mm-hmm. Um and, and that person, whoever it is, has to know 
who you are to them. Jesus said to his disciples, who do you say that I am? Hmm. So if that person doesn't know who you are to them, then there's no way they're going to fulfill the need that you have. But they won't have an opportunity to fulfill that need if they don't know that need. So you therefore have to communicate them, listen, these are the things that I need that, that make me feel loved, make me feel wanted, make me feel secure, make me feel desired. And then it's up to them. They now have a choice to make whether or not they're going to, to fit, fulfill that need. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much you may want to be with them, if they're not willing to do the work, to put the work, to put the time in to fulfill that need, then your need is never going to be met. Like Daryl said, I myself see a therapist and I have been for the past, what, two, three years. And there was a lot of things that I discovered about me. I, I And I can be honest, transparent about this situation. I was sitting talking to my therapist one day and she asked me, she said, what would you say to the little Brian if he was sitting right next to you? And when she said that and I looked over and I literally saw me as a little boy and I broke down in tears because what that little boy at that age needed, he wasn't getting. And if I could have given him what he needed, then it might've changed the, the, the outcome and some of the decisions that I've made over the course of my life. Many people don't get the help they need because they don't even realize that they need the help. And they won't admit it because like Dow said, they're in denial. I'm good. You know, I, don't, I ain't got no problem. They've pushed the, the emotional, uh, uh, mental problems in the back of their head that they that they don't even see it until it comes out in a way that it's like, at that point in time, it's like, yo, sis, bro, you, you need help. You need to talk to somebody. And when they finally do, they realize like, you know, and it's not so much they was all jacked up, but it was just certain things that they didn't deal with. So when we get into relationships, we bring baggage, whether we like it or not, because if your childhood was one way and my childhood was another way, there are things I either haven't dealt with or I did deal with that now I'm bringing into if I haven't really res- brought a resolve to them. It's like Dow said, he he didn't know, he doesn't necessarily know how to be affectionate because he didn't receive that from his mom, but he's now breaking down that wall to where now he's allowing himself to be vulnerable. One, because he know who his wife is to him. His wife is ride or die. She got his back hundred percent. So now he can open himself up to be like, Hey, this is, you know, I didn't get it back then. And like I said earlier, he may find out that that affection might be one of his top love languages now. Because now he's opened himself up to receiving it as well as giving. Girl, what you laughing at? (laughs) (laughs) He's smiling big on that one. (laughs) Like, I feel like I just had a great conversation (laughs) with my big brother. My big brothers. (laughs) Mm. So, so good. So, I I think that one of the common factors that I hear is communication. I definitely know that women love to communicate. And again, I'm just saying from personal um, experiences, I didn't know that men um, were that concerned with communicating. My first thing is, oh, yeah, they want to feel <laughs> touchy feely. <laughs> but it sounds like you, <laughs> but it sounds like um, you both are saying too, like you want to be able to communicate and you guys taking the first steps to even say, let me go to counseling. That's big. 
That's big. It's maturity. It's mature because had you asked me this 25 years ago, I'd be like, what? You, you know, as when you're younger, you ain't thinking like that. You're not. You know, but as you get older and mature, it's like life starts to happen and you start dealing with certain things. And it's like you kind of realize like, OK, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, yeah. you know, it's maturity and wisdom. OK. So I, I know. Hope- Dar- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Internet. No, go ahead. I was, no, just I was just gonna ask Daryl that he agree. I mean, I know that we all said that the maturity, um, the maturity level, but I even think about it as far as and I'm just I know we're talking about his needs, but it just sounds like if we communicate, then we would get a lot of this stuff and relationships and maturity um out the way because it sounds like we all really kind of want the same stuff. That's what it sounds like to me. So I was just gonna ask Daryl that he agreed with you, but I remember he was he said the same thing as far as maturity. Yeah. Communicate, 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 communicate. <laughs> Commun- I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> this is how I, I'm processing the information. It's like I, I have younger brothers and I have like God brothers, but it it's, it just hits different when you hear the, pers- the the male perspective. So we definitely, definitely appreciate um, you all for highlighting things that many of us, I think as females, <laughs> we're so prioritized or are so focused on our needs, we forget his needs. Um, so thank you both for doing that. But, but Olivia, I was going to say, I mean, the time y'all went so fast to me, I just want to bring them back. Yes. Well, there you go. I say they need to be here at least once a month. I need, I need it. I need it at least once a month because I'm like, as we wrap up and as we schedule um, the next session, um, <laughs> three nuggets that I'm going to definitely take away and I want our audience to capture this, right? Quality time means you get to build. You get to build connection. You get to build your communication between each other. It gives you opportunities to build memories. It gives you opportunity to build in that quality relationship. So it's not just talking about your partner. If you want to establish or, or, or increase that quality relationship, we heard it here from men. They're telling us right now, quality time gives you that opportunity to build. And then the last nugget that I want to leave us with is when you talk to someone, you learn a lot of stuff about yourself. That was a good one right there. I'm going to write it down. I wrote it down. I'm putting it on a poster. And I'm going to tell um, my husband, hey, be brief with yourself. Go ahead on. Talk to somebody. 